Welcome to The Essential Rhythm, science-based natural history and human ecology of the North Atlantic seashore. This is episode 54, How Mollusks Breathe. In the last few episodes, we've been talking about gas exchange for marine organisms, how animals get oxygen out of seawater. Many marine invertebrates have evolved specialized anatomy for this purpose, much like our lungs, but inside out. You've probably heard of them, gills. Because these organisms live in water, they don't have to worry about their gills drying out. That's something we have to worry about, and that's why our lungs are on the inside. If this tissue gets dried out, gases can't diffuse through it, which defeats the purpose. The phylum mollusca is the second most biodiverse group of animals in the world, second only to the arthropods. The body form of individual species can vary broadly, from octopus and squid to periwinkles and clams, but they all share some key characteristics. The molluscan body is covered by a thin sheet of tissue called the mantle. This tissue has a tough cuticle covering and in many cases contains glands that secrete the shell. If you've ever eaten a steamed mussel, that thin layer that lines the shell and encloses the mussel is the mantle. In many, or even most, mollusks, the mantle encloses a body cavity called, unsurprisingly, the mantle cavity. This space is sort of a liminal space between the true inside of the animal, where the organs are concentrated into a region called the visceral mass, and the outside world. Let's call it the mudroom of the mollusk. Nitrogenous waste, analogous to urine, fecal pellets, and gametes are all more or less emptied into the mantle cavity as they pass to the outside environment. Typically, the mollusk's gills are also contained in the mantle cavity, making this chamber a real action center for the animal. Water comes in from the outside environment, ventilates the gills, and washes away waste and carries away gametes. Most mollusks bring water into the mantle cavity through the action of their gills, called tinnidia. These structures are covered with tiny cilia, tiny little hairs that beat and create water currents that continuously circulate fresh water in from the outside, typically in a directed flow that brings it over the gills first and past the anus last on its way back outside. In the suspension-feeding mollusks like clams, mussels, and other bivalves, the tinnidia do double duty. As water is drawn in over the gill tissue and gas exchange occurs, a second critical function happens simultaneously. Bivalves are suspension feeders, meaning they feed on microplankton and other particles of organic matter suspended in the water. Since the tinnidia are already pulling water in from the environment for gas exchange, Bivalves maximize efficiency and pull food particles out of this water as well. The structure for doing this filtering is the tinnidia. Food items are captured on the surface of the tinnidia, and cilia, which are already making the currents that produce the water flow, transport the particles on a thin film of mucus, collecting and concentrating the food and funneling it to the mouth. Cephalopods arguably the most charismatic of the mollusks, ventilate their tinnidia a little differently, and their method achieves a different sort of double duty. Instead of cilia producing the currents that draw water in, cephalopods generate negative pressure through undulating contractions of their mantle. As most of them don't have an external shell, their mantle can readily change shape and swell, just like we do when they take a deep breath of fresh seawater. When they exhale, 
The edge of the mantle cavity is sealed off and all of the water is directed out through a small opening called the funnel. And this is one of the means of locomotion for these animals, jet propulsion. I love how incredibly efficient these animals are. Evolution has taken a critical behavior, ventilation of respiratory tissue, and made it perform multiple other critical functions as well, food capture and locomotion. The huge variability of molluscan adaptation is the key to their evolutionary success. They haven't really evolved anything new. They've just leveraged functions they already have into new and highly efficient ways. This has been episode 54 of The Essential Rhythm, written and produced by me, Sarah O'Malley. The show is produced on Wabanaki land. Check out photos of intertidal organisms on our Instagram. Search at The Essential Rhythm. The theme music is Lightstream by the artist Siddhartha, used by permission through Creative Commons. Thanks for listening and join us next week. 